Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I'm your host, Kirk Pinchon. And I'm your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers nor solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Lindsay. Kirk. I have corrections and clarifications all over the place. I have so many mistakes, I don't even know where to begin. They were all your mistakes, obviously. Uh, 100%. (laughs) You did nothing wrong. I did all the things wrong. Um, I have to go back, actually, to the previous one before we did Sandwich. I did a movie episode one, and my son listened to it, and he was like, oh, you made mistakes. So uh, he called me out on it, so I had to fix it. Um, For some reason, I called the movie Saturday Night Fever, Saturday Night Live. Oh. It's Saturday Night Fever, of course. Uh, The bigger mistake um, was that in um, Inglorious Bastards, I said he was eating a cream puff. And my son said, "Um, actually, he's eating strudel. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I was trying to do a podcast by myself. (laughs) <laughs> That's why he's not on the show anymore. Um, so those are mistakes. Also, in ours with the sandwich talk, uh, I called the grilled cheese place where I had the grilled cheese pierogi grilled. It's called Melt. Oh. Again, stupid. Uh, and um, I got part of the Polish boy wrong. There's no bacon. Oh, thank God. It yeah. just seems oh, oh. like a little bit of an overkill. So without the bacon, you're here for it. So that's a sausage, barbecue sauce, French fries, and coleslaw. Uh, it's still a lot, but the bacon really throws you over the edge. Okay, yeah. So so those are the corrections and clarifications. All on me. You're perfect. I'm garbage. Exactly. I'm glad that we discussed this first thing in the podcast. <laughs> that's right. We've set it in stone. It can never be undone. Uh, one more quick uh, sandwich thing that I wanted to bring up that blew my mind. Uh, we talked a little bit about PB&J. And I had, I hate to even admit this, I had one of the best PB&Js from 7-Eleven. Well, it's not surprising. You just said you were garbage. (laughs) God damn you. Holy crap. Uh, Maybe I will bring my son back. (laughs) Wait, did I, did I tell the story in the, in the last episode about the Cuban sandwich from 7-Eleven? No, you just mentioned Cuban sandwich because you're from Florida. Oh, okay. Cause I once drunkenly had a Cuban sandwich at a 7-Eleven and it was like, the best sandwich of my life and then went back a week later and it was like the most disgusting sandwich of my life. So I realized (laughs) the alcohol just made the 7-Eleven sandwich so much better. Was this in Florida? Mm -hmm. It was in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, (laughs) I've never seen a Cuban sandwich at uh, 7-Eleven, so that's fascinating. But um, in our office in North Hollywood, there's a 7-Eleven right next, next door. And uh, a lot of my coworkers go there to get various foods throughout the day. And several of the guys would go and get PB&Js and I would mock them openly. Be like, that's just stupid. Why would you get, you can just make PB&J and it's not going to be that good. And they were like, no, it's great. You need to try it. And I said, no, fuck off. I'm not going to try it because I'm better than 7-Eleven. 
even though you just confirmed that I'm trash. <laughs> and one day I came back uh, into the office during lunchtime and there was a um, PB&J from 7-Eleven on my desk in my office. And I went to Andrew who bought it for me and I was like, nope, not going to eat it. Take it back. And he's like, very calmly, please, Kirk, just have a bite. It's really good. You're going to like it. And it was magical. Wow. Okay. It's like a dessert. It's straight up like a dessert because it's very sweet, but it's it's very soft and comforting and thick and good. What kind and of bread? White bread, though. Mm. But that's okay because it was a PB&J, so you need the right. softness and stuff. But it was amazing, and I immediately said I was wrong and that this – was a revelation and a wonderful sandwich. So if okay. you find yourself in need of some sort of sustenance and you're at a 7-Eleven going, what the hell am I going to get? I recommend the PB&J. All right. I probably will not take you up on that, but I like the idea of it. When we go back to the office and start doing the podcast there, when things get better, I'm buying you one and you're going to try one. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> and Challenge you're gonna, accepted. You're going to do it on the pod and you're going to be like, hey, Kirk, you were right. Andrew was right. Thank you for uh, teaching me. All right, I'll do it. I'll All do right. it for the listeners. Do it for the pod, which is what mm-hmm. we always do. Um, but let's get into our main topic today because we're not here to talk about PB&Js. We're here to talk about Mexican food. That is the subject for the day, which you I- said is your favorite. It is my favorite. Well, then I, I, I'm like, but is it my favorite? Cause, the, but it is a classic Lindsay Gentile go-to. Mm-hmm. I've never had a, um, Mexican food I didn't like. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Mexican for me is, I like Mexican food. It's not my go-to. It's not necessarily my favorite. There's about four or five other types of food that I like more than Mexican food. Um, part of it is growing up. I mean, for God's sake, I grew up in Cleveland. There's really no Mexican food there, but there might be some now, but I haven't really had it. And then I went to, you know, uh, college in New England. There's not that much. Mm-hmm. I went to Chicago after that. So there was some, so really my Mexican food really didn't start till I moved to LA. And now I'm like, Oh, Mexican food's great. That's because it's LA and there's Mexican food everywhere. Yeah. Well, I feel like L.A. introduced me to like street tacos, like a different kind of Mexican food than maybe I had grown up with. Um, but definitely like up the ante a lot when we moved to L.A. What uh, what's the Mexican sitch in New York? Really good, but not as much. So, yeah, because it's more like Puerto Rican and... Yeah, and, and like a lot of still hard shell tacos in different places. Oh. But when... And places to get street tacos, but my experience in New York, I didn't... I had more like empanadas and things like that. Mm-hmm. Then when I came here and I was like, oh, we have like the best street tacos besides Mexico, obviously. Um, but I feel like I really like dove into real Mexican food in LA. Agree. 100%. What, uh, what's the best thing for you about Mexican food? And then uh, what's the worst thing about Mexican food? I love a spicy, cheesy, anything. So mm-hmm. I think it's just like a hot, cheesy, delicious 
um, mashup that I love. I love like all these things mashed into one and just all the flavors of sour cream and guacamole and just being able to throw everything into one thing, you know, and mm-hmm. take a bite. I love the only thing I really don't like about Mexican food is I'm not always crazy about like a warm lettuce situation, which we did talk about. Oh yeah, that's right. In the sandwich episode. So like a warm lettuce I could live without. Yeah. Which most good places don't really make you do a warm lettuce. Yeah. Um, and I hate when like, and usually this happens, I don't get a lot of to-go Mexican because of this, but when it gets like watery or soggy, it's hard to like transfer Mexican food um, perfectly. I think that's right. the worst part of it. Yeah. I don't think it travels well. It doesn't travel well unless it's like a burrito, you know? Yeah. And even that, you got to kind of hunker down and eat faster. Yeah. Um, I think my, speaking of burritos, I think my favorite thing about Mexican food is the fact that so many cultures have been able to fuse it. Mm. So you have like different types of um, cuisine wrapped in uh, a burrito, you know? Uh, One of the best examples is... um, I've discovered this in LA. It's a food truck called White Rabbit, which is a fusion of Mexican and Filipino food. So they'll take a Filipino dish and just cram it into a burrito. So they'll take like Filipino rice and spices and flavors and and uh, and put chicken in it. And but it's a burrito. And yes. I think that's the best thing I love. That White Rabbit is so good that I declared to my family if we ever see it no matter what we do and we have to stop and get something even if we've already eaten wow see it's i that good that sounds delicious to me but i'm like a traditionalist you know i like the idea and i'm sure i would love mm-hmm. to have what you just described but when i'm in the mood for mexican i want like Mexican food, fajitas, a burrito, tacos. I don't need any extra flair, you know? I'm sorry you can't open your mind. That's I mean, that must be a sad way to live. It's a great way to live, I think. To be closed off and not ready to experience everything. I said I would enjoy it. I just said when I'm in the mood for Mexican food, okay. I want Mexican food. Okay. Stop yelling at me. Well, you started it. Wow. Um, I'd say the worst thing about Mexican food, um, other than your attitude, mm-hmm. would be um, full disclosure, gas, bloating. That's a thing. I feel yeah. like I get that the most with Mexican I feel like if you have some nice like street tacos and you don't overdo it, that doesn't really happen. That only happens when you like overdo it or yeah. if you eat like a really greasy Mexican meal. But I feel like there's some really nice clean ways to eat Mexican food too. True. Um, I think that that's what LA has also opened my eyes to is like a more like a lighter Mexican food. It doesn't have to be like so heavy if you don't want it to be. Yeah. One hundred percent. Like, I think I grew up with the heavy Mexican food that wasn't really true or authentic. Like, I don't you probably never heard of this, but way back in the day, the only uh, Mexican food I had was from a Mexican chain called Chi-Chi's. I feel like I've heard of Chi-Chi's, but I've never had it. I'm not even sure if they're around anymore. And at the time, you're like, oh, Chi-Chi's. Wow. Tortillas at the table. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. And the only thing I remember as a kid that they have, which I now think is disgusting, is they had, quote unquote, fried ice cream, Mm. which was just ice cream covered in like 
brown sugar. Um, <laughs> but at the time, you're like, this is amazing. And now I realize, oh, that was that was very bad Mexican food. Um, but yeah, I do agree. I think uh, LA has uh, specifically brought it around more to lighter foods for me and, and, and just new discoveries of it, which you mentioned uh, our first topic, we're going to talk about tacos. Is there a more perfect food? Oh, no, I don't think no. there is. They're I mean, it's, small. They're just, they're like, they're almost, some of them are almost like bite size. Like you just eat them in a few bites, but there's yeah. so much flavor inside. And that's what I'm talking about. Not too filling. So you could have like several different kinds. Yes. The best. That's the best. I agree. It's almost as much as Mexican is not my favorite food. The taco is really one of the most perfectly conceived foods. Ah. I mean, you could put anything in it, authentic or not. Mm-hmm. And um, it just becomes wonderful. And it's like you said, you can have several and still feel good. I say I go, I go three. I can't eat any more than three. Yeah, I think three is a is enough. You yeah. know, yeah. I t- I like to go for like two and then a little something something else. Um, What's your little something something else? Like a little chips and guac okay. or some sort of a little like fun like slawy kind of salad. I like us. Mm-hmm. I like that Mexican food has some sort of a slaw element to it. Yeah. Like a fish taco. Ah, cannot get out of here. Get out of town. Fucking fish tacos. Unreal. I didn't know fish tacos were a thing until I came to LA. And then I was like, oh, this is, how did I not realize this before? Um, Wonderful. Wonderful fish tacos. Absolutely. Um, How do you eat your taco? Do you do the the, uh, head tilt? Because I think that's how you're supposed to do it. When you're yes. in there, you know, uh, yes. you, yeah, you get in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got to tilt the head and just. Tilt the head. Make sure you don't like put a hand under it to make sure if anything yep. falls, you can still eat whatever falls in your hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. How a head tilt is the way to go. A little tapatio on top. So you might get that on your hands. Get yep. to lick that off. It's messy. It's amazing. It's the best. You You live a good taco life. Well, I tell you what, if you, when you find your taco stand, your life, your life is forever changed. Yes. Everyone has their own taco stand and that's the place you go. Mm -hmm. And not that you're not uh, distrusting of other places, but if someone's like, oh, I got the taco stand for you, you kind of go, I'll go. Mm -hmm. But if it's not as good as mine, then fuck you. And if it's better, you owe that person for life. Yes. And you don't want to, but you have to, because then you have to like rearrange your whole mind of like, well, my taco stand is now second place. I have to reorganize that whole order mm-hmm. and it becomes a whole thing. There's also group. like a late night taco stand and a daytime taco stand. And they're not always the same stands. Well... Let's dig into that because you're probably more of a night person than I am. It depends. I mean, I just I called you a partier. Par- I just <laughs> called you a partier. Uh, my friends would tell you that you're totally wrong and I'm super lame, but I think because you're a dad, you think I'm cooler than I am. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> I think that you're like, wow, she must have a life. Yeah. But what, like my friends would tell you that I'm like a grandparent. So <laughs> don't get excited. Okay. 
But when I have a late night, I've got a taco stand for that, for sure. So, okay, so you have a taco stand. So in the daytime, you won't go to your nighttime taco. And for nighttime, you won't go to your daytime taco or they're just not open. The daytime is not open. Uh, so I, but the nighttime one is open, but I only go to that late night. Very interesting. Wow. Mm -hmm. I had mm -hmm. no idea that was, uh, that was a thing. That's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, on the topic of tacos, you mentioned it before. I'm going to bring it up now. Now, hard shells. Okay or bullshit? Look, I'm okay with a hard shell for mm -hmm. nostalgic reasons, right? Mm -hmm. I grew up with a hard shell. You ate yeah. a taco with a hard shell. You yeah. didn't have a soft shell or a soft taco when when I was younger. Yeah. Just where I lived, it wasn't in it wasn't in our routine. Same. So when I have one, I'm not gonna, I mean, it's fine. It's great. It's delicious. Everyone loves a crunch. Um, but it is definitely like a, a nostalgic eat. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it's not necessary. I get the nostalgia. For me, same thing. You know, we would have tacos. My mom would make tacos, which was really just ground meat and throw it in mm -hmm. a hard shell and put some salsa on it and some cheese. And I hated it back then. And I hate them now. Hard shells or a hard pass. Yay! Wow. I said something wacky. I, Re a hard they, pass. A hard pass on the hard taco. The, they get stale too fast. It's not worth the crunch, even though the crunch is good. And they just mess up everything. They're going to break in your hand. They're just, and then what are you going to use a fork with it? No. It gets everything crappy. You make it a nacho when it breaks. Then just have a nacho. No, I, I think you're, I think you're being a little too hard on the tacos. I think that you need to give the tacos a little bit of a break. I think that while we all love a soft shell, a hard shell is like a fun occasion. And there's many ways you could eat. You could sprinkle them on top of a salad. That's you not could, a taco. I know, but you could eat it as a taco too. And when it falls apart, you just reinvent it. It's it's versatile. I don't like the falling apart. I feel like it fails me. And then I'm just like, well, this taco has failed me in delivering me what I need. And so why do I have to adapt to the messed up taco? Why do I suddenly feel like I'm your therapist? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're in quarantine. I've been going through some rough times. Wow. I feel like we've really hit a new level of this friendship. Yes. Listen, can we take five minutes and just talk about my wife right now? <laughs> Listen, let's talk about the taco just as your therapist. Yeah. Okay. I'm deciding right now if the taco doesn't make you feel good, the hard taco, you don't need to have the hard taco. I don't need the hard taco. Emma. I can leave the hard you taco. You can leave the hard taco. Everyone else in your house, if they like a hard taco, let them yeah. have the hard taco. You can do whatever you want. Okay. I can live my best life and choose to empower myself to leave the hard taco. A thousand percent. It's completely unnecessary for you to go through the turmoil that you're going through inside because of a hard taco. It's funny because my friends tell me I should leave the hard taco and I don't listen to them. Well, I, you're paying me you. the big bucks. I'm telling yes. you, leave the hard taco. Oh, I forgot about the big bucks. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's move on from tacos and go to the next thing that everyone typically thinks about, 
which is a burrito. Burritos. Love a burrito. Love. When is it too much? What size is too much? Some I, burritos are like a bomb. I know, but I think it's worth it. And I think then you you know what you're getting into going into it. So you share it. You like go, you say to your friend, let's split a burrito and mm-hmm. then we'll get like a chips and guac or something. You There's are that- here for chips and guac, aren't you? Yeah, I don't know if you could. I don't know if you should go to a Mexican place without getting like a salsa chip situation or a chips and guac situation. Uh, I agree, except for the guac, because uh, I don't like onions in my guac and that uh, there's always onions in guac. So I don't get guacamole in in restaurants. I hate guacamole in restaurants because it's so filled with onions. Yeah, because you can't just eat avocado. Like, you need a kick. You have kick. You, If you put in, like, peppers or tomatoes and you make it spicy and you add seasoning and remove the onions, it's still guacamole. You don't need onions to make it guacamole. This is the second episode for me and the second time these the onions are going to be a thing, I guess. The onions are always going to be a thing. Okay. You're going to have to learn to live with it. Wow. The onions. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how do you live your life without eating onions? There's onions in every single thing. Well, at home, my luckily my wife is not big on onions. So uh, we typically okay. don't. I mean, if it's in food, like you have to cook with it. Yes, absolutely. I'm saying added in onions. I, wow. I dislike. Okay. Yeah, which is weird because my kids love it. Uh, they love onions. So- We've raised them wrong. That's our fault. We're bad parents. Wow. Yeah. But in in restaurants, so many times, both of us would be like, can we have this with no onion? And you, I just know that they're just like, oh, this fucking God. Oh, this my God. God. That's so interesting to me. Yeah. Okay. So you're not really like a guac. But there's onions in salsa, too. Well, In pico de gallo there is. We're going to get into salsa. Let's save that for salsa because that's going to happen very soon. But uh, just as a side note, I I hate guacamole with onions. Uh, uh, We have guacamole here without onions at home. It's wonderful. In in restaurants, it's terrible. Um, But back to – I know. I know. But back to burritos. So you'd say a big burrito, you're going to split it. I'm here for a big burrito. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I actually take the reverse and say that a small burrito, you're like, what the what the fuck? Why did you give me this small skinny burrito? That a seems skinny. A skinny burrito is an enchilada. Oh yeah, pretty much. That's right. That so if right. you order a burrito and you get an enchilada, that's false advertising. Agree. A hundred percent. Rude. Rude. Um, breakfast burrito. Yes or no? Oh, yeah. Okay. Not my typical go-to, but hell yes. If that's my option, hell yes. I'm going to go no. Wow, why? (laughs) Because I... uh, It's going to piss everyone off this episode. Um, I don't... I'm not a big potato guy. So there's going to be potato in a breakfast burrito, and I just as soon not have it. There doesn't have to be potato in a breakfast burrito. I've had what many. Else would you put 
I've never seen a breakfast burrito without potato. What else is in there? Oh, I have just eggs and cheese, and you could do like a soy rizzo or a chorizo or that something I like would that. Do. Yeah, yeah, or like rice. Yeah, if yeah. it's just like rice, egg, bacon. Yeah, but typically, if there's a, a breakfast burrito with a potato in it, I I, I skip it. Wow. No onions, no potatoes. I feel like we're getting close to the point where we're going to finish this episode and you're going to text me, hey, I think I have to move away from the show. I just, uh, a potato, like if I didn't like potatoes, I would be like 15 pounds thinner than I am. I, <laughs> I wish, I wish I had that issue. I wish I hated potatoes. I, I don't hate them. They're just okay. They're not enough for me to eat. To what get about excited, fries. About. Fries are good, but I'm I'm able to say no to fries, but unless they're like a place known for their fries, <gasps> and I I can share fried stuff. I'm, my issues are more like sweets, sweet issues. Yeah. Okay. I have okay. sweet too. All right. Um, all right. Here's another thing that might piss people off: quesadillas. Love or hate? I love. They're delicious. How could they're you delicious. hate a quesadilla? I, I agree. I'm going to agree on that. I'm going to make the case. Is it for toddlers? No, I don't know where that happened and how. It's just another way to eat delicious Mexican fillings. I don't understand why quesadillas became like a kid's kid's food, I guess, because you could just get cheese on it and it's like simple and easy. And, but like a quesadilla with some, Ah, salsa and sour cream and guac and throw some chicken in there. uh, Yeah, chicken. I mean, yes, a thousand percent. Yes. I see. Here's the thing. I like case. I like any and all quesadillas, even if it's just a cheese one or one filled with stuff. But every time I eat it, I feel like I. I kind of say to myself, Kirk, you should be better. You should. You should, you're, you're, you're more mature than this quesadilla. Let me tell you something as your therapist, as your food <laughs> wow. therapist. As a therapist, you got really aggressive. As your food therapist, you're only feeling that way because you've seen them on a kid's menu so many times. If yes. they weren't on the kid's menu so many times, you would happily be eating a quesadilla with no judgment at all. A quesadilla is, is a beautiful thing. We made it a simple thing. Mm-hmm. You're a good food therapist. Thank you. I'm starting I, a new career, food yes, therapy. Food therapy. Although your bedside manner, maybe it's just with me, very aggressive. Sometimes you have to like get your point across. Do you so know it's like what I mean? tough love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to move on then before I start crying uh, <laughs> about everything that's going on. Um, you mentioned before enchiladas. Uh, we're going to do a little verses here. Enchiladas versus tamales. Who wins? I don't know the difference. Explain. Tell me the difference again. The enchilada, like you said, looks like the skinny burrito and it's mm-hmm. got sauce on top of it and cheese on top of it. Mm-hmm. Tamale, oh, tamales have the corn. The yes. Corn. Yes. You have I'm, to pick one. You can't say both. You have I'm gonna to pick say, one. I'm going to say enchiladas. I'm picking enchiladas. I'm picking enchiladas too. I like them more. Um, tamales are... Okay, I don't like them that much. Um, my our good family friend uh, Edith is uh, Mexican, and she literally has a day in December where she makes tamales all day. It's like this big Christmas party, and the only thing there is tamales. It's tamales, very different, uh, very different fillings and everything, and then it's 
uh, chips and salsa. And I always just eat chips and salsa because I'm not that big of a tamale uh, person and she hates me for it. See, I love tamales, but they're, it's so easy to do them wrong. Um, mm-hmm. it's so easy to get them like kind of cakey or dry. So I love, love, love a tamale, but I think that an enchilada is like a sure choice. Whereas, um, a tamale you get, it's like half and half going to be like amazing or like meh, not really worth it. Yeah, I think so. I think enchiladas have a little more flavor for me as well because of their sauce, their cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's good stuff. I like it. I like a good enchilada. Um, all right. Fast one. Taco Bell. Here for it? Here for it. Sure. No, no. Really? No. no. Taco Bell's gross. That's a nostalgic thing for me though, too. I haven't had Taco Bell in probably like 10 or more years, but mm-hmm. growing up, like we didn't have Del Taco. So like that was our Mexican fast food choice. Yeah. So like a hard taco from Taco Bell, I can get down with for sure. I find... Taco Bell, kind of sad. Um, I my my big memory of Taco Bell is uh, spring break, nineteen ninety one, Daytona. Uh, for breakfast, we would have Taco Bell and beer. <laughs> That sounds good. Actually, was, I yeah. can get into that. <laughs> Wake up in the morning. The Taco Bell was next door. We'd grab some tacos, we'd pop up with some bush beers, and Ooh. that would be, yeah. So, I mean, look, we're stupid guys in our 20s in spring break. What else are we going to do? Were you also smoking cigarettes? Because if you were, I have to leave. I was feel I like smoking this, cigarettes? I feel like spring break, like with your beer, Taco Bell, and your cigarette. Like, that's no. how I imagine that. Where Where were you spring break? Daytona. Oh, oh, yeah. You had to yeah. have a cigarette in Daytona. Come on. I, I didn't. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't had Taco Bell in a really long time, but okay. I could do like a hard taco from Taco Bell. Okay. Would you do that thing that's called a gordita? Is that a Is hard that the- shell in a soft yeah, shell? Yeah, wrapped in a soft shell. I can do that and try okay. it. Sure, why not? All right. Del yeah. Taco then. Hard pass. Or are you willing to try? Listen, I've had it a couple of times. Half the times I've had it, delicious, surprising, okay. The other half, horrible, can't believe it's the same place. So I don't know. I'm like in the middle. I've never had Del Taco. Just because in my mind, I'm not going to have Taco Bell. So why would I have Del Taco? Like I feel like it's either going to be the same or just worse. It's totally different. It's Mm -hmm. totally like totally night and day. But I've had really good experiences where I'm like, wow, this is like not a bad fast food option. And I've had like disgusting Del Taco as well. Can you can you tell us what the difference is between the two? Of Del Taco and Taco Bell? Yeah. Del Taco has street tacos. So oh, do they? Yeah. So you okay. just... If you order street tacos from Del Taco, they'll be pretty good. If mm-hmm. you try to order anything else, it'll be really bad. So if you get like a couple of street tacos, it's not going to be like getting like a taco truck, but it's it's close. It's close. It's not too much. It's not too bad. Okay. Um, Sophie's choice then, Taco Bell or Del Taco? I One think has- I, I would go with Del Taco street oh, tacos. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay. I'm being very diplomatic because I've never had Del Taco. So I'm not going to say anything bad about it, even though I probably want to deep in my heart. Um, but as working with my food therapist, I'm realizing maybe that I shouldn't do that. Well, I think Del Taco has fresher ingredients. You could get like a piece of lime to oh. squeeze on top of your street taco. It's not like so food. Um, it's not so fast foody. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, maybe you turned me on Del Taco. I mean, I want to say it. maybe I'll try it, but I, I know I'm a coward and I won't do it. But let's go to the last uh, chain one. I want to hear your thoughts on Chipotle. Underrated, overrated, properly rated. Uh, this is another one I haven't had in about five years. Oh, okay. Um, I like the idea of a Chipotle because you could like build your own bowl without mm-hmm. any carbs and you can make like a mishmash situation. And when I had it, I thought it was really yummy. Um, but I haven't had it in so long. You know how things open and it's like really good. And then there's a decline, Yeah, yep. you know? So I feel like it's probably declined since I've last had it. Mm-hmm. When I had it, I remember being like, Oh, this is delicious. But I also know it's like owned by McDonald's probably yeah. and probably has declined since I last had it. So I don't know if I could speak to it now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm I've, Chipotle is for me, uh, a, I got to get something to eat. Oh, here's a Chipotle. I'm just going to grab this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's rarely a, oh, hey, let's go get some Chipotle. That'll be fun. It's, I'm out. Uh, we got to eat something for lunch before we go do something. Let's go get Chipotle. So I'm going to say it's, it fluctuates between overrated and properly rated. Okay. I will say though, if I was like, I'm in the mood for Mexican, I would not like go to a Chipotle. That's very interesting. And I was going to bring this up. So I'm glad you said it. In some ways I almost go, is Chipotle Mexican food? No. And neither is like, I wouldn't go, I'm in the mood for Mexican. Let's go to Del Taco. Like, I feel like they stand on its own. It's like, You're going to Taco Bell or Del Taco or Chipotle or you're getting Mexican food. Agree. I would agree with that. That's kind of where I I fall on that too, where you're just like, let's just get something. I don't think Chipotle tastes bad. In fact, there's some days where I'm like, hey, the Chipotle is pretty good. And then there's other days I've had it. I'm like, this is this is sustenance for me and and it's fine. Yeah, I, I think I would feel the same. Yes, I think the big thing that I like about Chipotle is that they're typically right next to movie theaters. So my son and I go see a movie. We just sneak in a burrito. Sneak it in. Oh, that sneak sounds great. Sneak in the great. burrito. Yeah. That's like another that. good thing about burritos. Sneaking them in. Sneaking them in. Very true. Um, okay. I'm going to see if you know these uh, or if you had these. Rank for me in order a tostada, a sope, or a torta. I don't think I've had the last two, to be honest. Well, I guess you can't say that Mexican's your favorite food then. Well, maybe I'm just like, I stick to what I like. Oh. What, it, what is a torta again? I, okay, so you know tostada. Okay, uh, a, a sopa, a torta is a, is a, is a, is a, like a Mexican sandwich. You know what? I, when I 
like Mexican food when I go mm. for Mexican. I don't, I want crunchy chips. I don't want a sandwich. Okay. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. Uh, as much as we talked about how much I love sandwiches, um, I don't think that uh, a Mexican sandwich is something I'm, I'm really interested in. Yeah. And then the, um, the torta is so hard to eat. It's so messy. It is so, so hard to eat. I never go for that because I want something I can like fold over or like keep contained because there's so many ingredients. It's really hard to eat a um, tostada. Yes. Now, a sope is kind of like a tostada except the bottom is different it's a mm-hmm. little chew- it's chewier so it's not like a crunchy thing it's a little thicker it's so like it's the corn. same thing like yeah it's like a cornmeal kind of thing yeah and so it's slightly thicker i i for me i i would rank it as sope tostada torta um mm. i don't really need a mexican sandwich i've had it they're fine tostadas i i agree they break up they're kind yeah, of Yeah, they're really hard to eat. I'm more yeah. of like a burrito, fajita, enchilada human, you know? Fajita. Tacos. I forgot to talk about fajitas. Um, I can't stand the smell of fajitas after I eat them. They get Ooh. in your clothes. Yeah, that's rough for me. I love it, but that's because you don't like onions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Now, if I get, if people are like, let's get fajitas, I'll be like, yeah, that's fine. I just won't eat the onions and I can enjoy uh, fajitas. But yeah, when that sizzling platter comes out and it's, I'm like, oh, my clothes are going to smell like onions and it's going to stress me out. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with this, the smells. Like, that's fine with me. I love fajitas. I think they're delicious. Um, I like that I, I, you know, I try to watch my carbs. I like that I could eat like a delicious Mexican meal without, I don't even use the flour tortillas or corn tortillas usually when I do fajitas. I would just get tacos if I was going to do that. So I love, I love fajitas. I don't mind that smell. I, I like, you know, food is food. I sniff my hair. I'm like, mm-hmm. do you, you sniff your hair and you're like, oh yeah, I had fajitas I have earlier. Fajitas. Yeah. Oh, that was so great. Oh God, we could never be roommates. <laughs> Ever. I, f- I feel like when you're a, a girl, a woman, you, you get used to like, Smelling like barbecue or Korean barbecue or whatever, like you're going to, like you just, your hair, you have to wash your hair anyway. Yeah. So. Okay. See, more proof that it's easier to be a guy. For sure. 100%. Um, let's, oh, wait, you brought up tortillas. Corn or flour? Which one? Corn. Yes. Applause, applause, applause. Yes. Corn. Corn. I th- I think they have a better taste. Mm-hmm. Um, they're uh, more enjoyable. I think they add more. Flour is fine for a, a burrito. I don't know mm-hmm. if I've ever. I don't think you can have a corn burrito. A corn? I know I haven't. I I've don't know. never had one. I've never. I think just because of the size and the bend, you have to have flour. But I do not want a flour tortilla with my taco at all. No. No. Agree. Look at that. It- okay. If it happens, fine, but the difference is, it's a mighty difference. It is a mighty difference, and it if it does happen, it's not fine. Oh, you're not fine with it at all? No. Oh, okay. No. I, Except I, for a burrito, because you have to. I can get behind it, but okay. I would prefer a corn. Okay, yeah, agree. Um, all right, I really think now is the time that we talk about salsa. Okay, I love salsa. I mean... 
there's no way you can have like Mexican food and be like, I love Mexican food, but I hate salsa. That just seems cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And salsa is a dip. It's a sauce. It's chunky. It's smooth. It can be anything you want it to be. Yes, it is. And let's rank them. Okay. Uh, I'm going to rank them by colors because that's how I know them as. Oh, wow. Okay. Red, green, brown. Ooh. Uh, I like red the best. Mm-hmm. I like green second best. And brown, you mean like a chipotle sitch? Yes, I just called it brown. Chipotle sitch last. I am fine with it, but I don't prefer like the smoky flavor. Okay. I'm like going to go ahead. I'm a tequila person over a mezcal person. Like it's oh, fine, but I'm not okay. like a smoky person. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with my heart and go green, brown, red. Wow. Okay. I feel like the green, it can be, has a nice vibrancy to it. Um, I think I like the smokiness of Chipotle. Red is, there's nothing wrong with red, but I feel red's the one that can be the easiest one to fuck up. Where it's like, sometimes it might be watery or too bland. Mm. And then you're just like, well, this red one just sucks and is ruining my whole Mexican experience. Wow. I, that's so interesting to me because, you know, some green ones are, can be really mild and lime like, but some of green ones can be really spicy. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I like the, I like both. I like mm-hmm. the, the, the very lime forward. Look how I said that. Uh, and then, uh, uh, spicy as well. Um, okay. sh- so, so Chipotle, you're fine with, but you necessarily not here for the smoke. It's not really my thing. I mean, okay. it's fine if it's my option, but I would rather have a more limey, um, tart spice option than like a smoky. Okay. All right. Well then let's get to Pico de Gallo. Love it. Hate it. Love it. Would you take it over all the other salsas that we talked about? It's a whole different thing though. Is it not a salsa? I think it's a different thing. I don't think it's a salsa. Okay. If you are at a Mexican restaurant and the waitress is like, would you like some chips and salsa? You're like, yes, please. And they Mm -hmm. come out with chips and pico de gallo. Do you go, um, that's not salsa? No, I'm totally fine with it. It's another, it's just another way to do it, but it's not the same as like a traditional salsa. But it's also something that people dip their chips into. So it's a, it's like, oh, this restaurant uses this kind of, like, this restaurant mm-hmm. uses pico de gallo rather than, like, a runny salsa. Okay. If you have both, do you use both at the same time for your chips? I think I do one at a time. One at a time. How about when there's guac involved? I think I do one at a time. So you don't do chips and guac and then put salsa on it? No. Mm-mm. I think that's wrong. Really? Yeah. Why no, would I've... you do all, th- well, why wouldn't you do two? I want to taste this now and then I want to taste this now and then I want to go to this guy over here. I don't need to like mix them all together. Do you not like foods mixed together? I like some foods mixed together, but sometimes I just like to like eat things 
compartmentalize them, you know? Do you, are you one of those people that if you could, you'd compartmentalize, like if you had a tray and you're like, you get really excited when each food is in its separate little area? I think I'm more separate than I do mix. Like, like for example, like Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't mix like my stuffing with my mashed potatoes. Mole. Yes or no? I don't like mole. Um, I feel like I should like mole, but every time I just think I, I just go, ah, it's, it's too much. It's too saucy. It's too like it covers everything. And I know like a, a, a lot of, uh, people and a lot of um, articles on on the on uh, the internet will say, "Oh, mole is the it's like the international flavor, the international uh, ingredient of Mexico." And so when they hear that, I go, "Oh, then I should like it." But I just like a mole chicken, and I'm just like it's just covered in sauce. And I'm like, it's it's too much. I think maybe also you might not be having the right. Mole, like I don't ever really go for mole, but I've had some really good mole dishes. I think it's shouldn't be smothered. It shouldn't feel heavy like that. It could be very light and delicious. I think maybe you just haven't had the right combo. You know, I, I, that is a dig against me. That is hurtful and wrong. No, I'm just saying, like, if you go to, there's a place in Hollywood that has a really good mole chicken situation, uh, Mission Cantina. It's real good. It's like, I only ordered it because it was one of their specialties. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why not? I'll just try it. And I was very pleasantly surprised it was delicious. Um, there's like, there's ways to do it that are less aggressive. Yeah. I've been to, there's, there's, uh, I can't remember the name. I'll have to look it up. There's a place in LA that's known for their mole and I've gone there twice Hmm. and each time I've had their mole and and I've been like, I guess this is good. I'm just not into it. Okay. Um, I actually went there. Uh, it's the same place where I actually tried, um, uh, uh, fried, fried crickets. Oh, oh, they're good. It's like eating a little snacky snack. Hmm. It's like a salty little crispy thing. You don't even know it's a, it's a cricket. Not into it. Okay. Mm -mm. All right. Yeah. That's fine. I know that's a thing. Like, I know that that's definitely a thing, but it's not really my thing. Okay. Listen, we can't be everything to every people. No, we can't. We we cannot. We try. We try, but most often we fail. Mm. Um, All right. Let's talk a few more topics. I'm just curious if you've ever had this. We're going to go into soups. Um, Have you ever had uh, a bundagas? No. Okay. I encourage you to have it. It's basically meatball soup. Oh, I have had a little bowl of that. Yeah, yeah. It's got a little meatball. It's got some veggie. It's usually like some sort of like chicken broth or some tomatoes in it. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Abundagas. I probably, I'm not even saying that that well, but it is called abundagas. Yeah, I've had that. It's good. It's fine. Like I've had it as like, do you want super salad? That's the soup yes. that they typically yeah. bring. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had pozole? I have. Yay. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not like I don't need it, but it's it's not warm and delicious, but it's not what I want out of my Mexican situation. Okay. I think it's more than that. I love pozole. I think it's wonderful. For those who don't know, pozole is a soup. It's made with, uh, they call it hominy, uh, and which is basically what grits are made of. But in, uh, in, in a, a pozole dish, you look at it almost looks like it almost looks like a little bit of like white beans, but it's not white beans. It's it's hominy and it's chewy 
it doesn't have a lot of flavor, but it, it had, takes the flavor of whatever it's in. And uh, I find it very homey and comforting. Um, I guess I just, I have more love in my heart than you do. I guess so. I guess so. Um, but you're just okay with it. I'm just okay with it. I don't need a soup. I feel like when you eat Mexican food, it's so filling to get mm-hmm. something. A soup also is just like a lot. So I don't typically order any soup to like start, you know? Well, what you do is you just have that as the meal. So like you can have an abundagas soup and that's your meal or you have pozole and that's, it's a big bowl. I would feel like I was cheating on my tacos and I don't think that I could do it. Wow. Okay. So you have, you are, you have hard taco love. You really are here for tacos. I'm here for like taco burritos, chips. I'm not going to waste my Mexican experience on a soup. (laughs) Wow. You can rot in hell because I get really excited about those soups. Well. All right. What? Okay. Take out one taco, burrito, chips, and guac. One has to go. Burrito. Okay. Taco, chips, and guac. One has to go. Chips and guac. Okay. That makes sense. I would I would say so too. I would agree with that. I think tacos, tacos probably really are number one. And I know yeah. that may sound basic, but I don't care. I think tacos for Mexican food, yeah. They're Have you ever one. had um, Mulita? No, but I like the name of it. What is that? What is a Mulita? Um, it's like two tacos on top of each other with cheese in the middle. Ooh. Like a quesadilla taco mashup. Oh, I like that. Fried on both sides, melted cheese, unreal. I like that a lot. Mulita. I'm going to have to look into that. That's That sounds great. Go get really a Mulita from the Taco Zone at the Vons in LA. Bomb. Wait, there's a, ta- it's called Taco Zone? It's called the Taco Zone. And it's in a Vons supermarket? It's in a parking lot. Oh, wow. That uh, sounds great. On the Mulitas. I never had a Mulita. I never heard of a Mulita. I didn't know. It mm. is unbelievable. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm, that sounds right up my alley. That sounds right up my alley. Delicious. Right, a couple more things. This one, oh boy. Flan. Oh. oh, wow. You just got really emotional. This is a big, this is a big topic. I'm so glad this is a big topic. Oh my God. Let's dig deep and get into it. Okay. When I was younger, I hated flan. When I was mm-hmm. little, I thought it was disgusting. I called it phlegm. It didn't have any <laughs> taste to me. It was like nasty. Mm-hmm. But I can, I can do it now. I can do it. Like, wow. Yeah. I like grew into the taste of it. I like it now. Um, I, there's flans that I've had that like maybe don't have enough flavor and I don't know Mm -hmm. what happened, but now when I have it here, it's delicious. When did you discover when you moved to LA? You're like, Oh, I like flan. Yeah. Maybe like when I moved to LA, I had it. And then I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Why not? You know? 
That's uh, fascinating because I would imagine in South Florida, there would be very good flan. And there may have been, and maybe I just didn't get it. You know, when you're younger, mm-hmm. you eat what like your parents give you or yeah. like bring around to you or bring you around to. I, I never had like a good flan until here. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yeah. Flan's, gr- flan's gross. <laughs> I don't like flan. Yeah. I have this whole issue with flan. Um, people for years have been trying to get me into flan because they know I like desserts so much and I hate it. And now it's just become a running gag of like, Kirky should have flan. I don't like it on many levels. One is the, I don't like the, I don't like gelatinous desserts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. And then you're putting like syrup on it and that's, that's off putting syrup on top of gelatinous. No, 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 no. Oh, don't I, I don't it. really see it as gelatinous. I see it more as like a pudding, like a, like creamy almost. Uh, I don't like creamy desserts like that. Oh, see, I like a custard or a cream brulee or... Yeah, oh, no, no, wrong. Oh, interesting. See, I like that. I mean, it's not... Flan is not the dessert that I'm going to crave, but I can definitely eat it now. And when I was little, I was like repulsed by it. Yeah. And and you're okay with the, the, the syrup on it? I think it's more like caramel to me. Is it syrup? Well, I'm calling it syrup. It it's might not be caramel. Syrup. It's like a caramel syrup. That would be gross. It's not a syrup. Okay. You're yelling at me. Mm. Um, here's the thing, too. Caramel's not good. Caramel. Yeah, that's not good. Caramel is delicious. You can call it either or. You can call it caramel or caramel. I can't call it caramel. Why? You are throwing such shade at me for this. Caramel is fucking delicious. That's caramel. Caramel is an abomination. <laughs> it's the same thing. No, it's not. Um, but yeah, I don't like caramel. Um, That's so particularly drizzled, drizzled over stuff. Wow. Oh, see, I like it. Okay. All right. All right. I'm. I'm glad you've overcome your flan. Mm-hmm. I I kind of wish I would just so people would leave me alone, but I'm I'm not there yet. That's okay. All right. Well, thank you. Because mm-hmm. before it didn't sound like it was okay. It sounded like I was doing something wrong. You are who you are, Kirk. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about it. You literally said that with the biggest sigh, and that literally sounded like my wife. Um, okay. Last topic before we get into our end of the show sections. Nachos, not chips and salsa, nachos. Love nachos. Love nachos. Love. Nachos are fantastic. Do you feel guilty eating them? I feel guilty eating all of this stuff. (laughs) Guilty Guilty in what way? Like you're like, I shouldn't be eating this. Yeah. I shouldn't be shoving this down my throat because it's it's not good for me, but I'm not I'm not going to stop myself. Yeah, I feel like that about everything we talked about today. <laughs> it's, Even tacos? Tacos are the best case scenario. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm here with you. I'm here with you. Now, I, I did, again, a little bit of digging about nachos. And 
Do you think they are American? Are they Mexican or are they both? I would say they probably lean American because I don't tip it. Like I've never been to Mexico and had nachos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I feel like we probably made that a thing. This is what I found. Okay. So I'm going to read this verbatim. While nachos are often served at Mexican-American restaurants, they're not a typical Mexican dish, though they were invented in Mexico. Hmm. So apparently, here's this little story. During World War II, wives of American military officers who lived at the Eagle Pass, Texas base, would often venture over to the Rio Grande River to the nearby Mexican town of, I'm going to butcher this, Piedras Negras. Maybe. Uh, on one of these excursions, a group of women stopped at the Victory Club, a popular restaurant for a bite to eat. Uh, the maitre d' uh, found himself in a bit of a predicament because he couldn't find his cook. But not wanting to turn away the patrons, he decided to throw together a bunch of things, which consisted of tortilla chips, cheese, and jalapeno peppers, and gave them to these wives. And they loved it. And they were like, what is this? And he's like, oh, these are nachos. And he called them nachos because his name was Ignacio and everyone called them nacho for short. Oh, interesting. So that's why they're called nachos. Cute. I like that. Right? What a lovely story. Yeah. And it's interesting because, yeah, I, I consider them American food. But, yeah, technically they were conceived in Mexico. Oh, interesting. I'm going to say but, they're Mexican then. I got to got to say they're. Yeah, but they were created specifically for Americans. Yeah. Like here, you can't handle the real stuff. So we'll give you something uh, in between. Yeah. Like I can't find my cook. What am I going to make for these women? Yeah. Uh, let me do this real quick. They'll, their palate will like that. Mm, well, thank you, Nacho. Right? For the nachos. Nachos are great. Oh, wait a minute. Final question about it. Yeah. Uh, when you're having nachos, are you more melted cheese on top or are you the 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 liquid melted cheese that you no, dip it in? No, no. That's for garbage, garbage time. <laughs> yeah, you, I agree. You need agree. real cheese. I mean- there's a time and a place for garbage cheese, but yep. nachos are real cheese. Yes. Agree. Agree. The only time I have it if I'm at like a, a basketball game. Yeah. Or like a the, movie yeah. theater or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Walk, and you're like leaning into your most garbage self. For yeah, sure. Yeah. You're like, this is my garbage life right now. This is who I am. Agree. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, brag right here. I make really good nachos. Wow. Really? I do. And the secret is multiple layerings. Mm, mm -hmm. So you got to get the base of the tortillas. Mm -hmm. Then you do the, you put some beans on, then you do some cheese. Wow. Then you do another layer of chips and then beans and cheese. So you're doubling up. So it's a pile. Oh, I like that. Yes. And then you have to, as a, cause my, my kids will help me and I've instructed them every tortilla needs love. So everyone ha- has to have cheese. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. That's the worst part is pulling out that nacho and getting nothing on it. Oh, it's the fucking it's worst. It's really upsetting. 
Yeah. I mean, you you tend to make it work by dipping it into something nearby, but it's it is a sad it's a sad scenario. It is very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the reverse of that though is when you get that first pull, mm. and it's just like, oh, I've got like four chips in a row. Every one of them has melted cheese on it. Yeah. And then you I just agree. stare at everyone you're with and you're like, that's right. I got this chip and you're going to get the shitty one that's next. Bitch. That's right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. So we found commonality with nachos. Yeah. That's wonderful. All right. Now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with a food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is all about Mexican food, that's what we'll be trying. Though, unfortunately, because of social distancing, the only surprise is what we got to eat for ourselves. Uh, Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay. So, you know, under other circumstances, I would do this and make you eat it, right? But yes. Because um, of the situation, I have to eat it myself. So unfortunately, I picked like the world's hottest salsa in the world. <gasps> yeah. Oh, you are doing God's work. Yes. Yeah, so this is a roasted tomato salsa, but with habaneros. Uh-huh. And I believe I got this at Whole Foods. Um, it's really spicy, but there's something really nice about the roasted tomato that isn't typically my go-to that softens the blow a little bit. Yeah. Um, now, when we discussed doing Mexican food, um, obviously to go with my salsa, I should have chips, but I yeah. cannot be trusted with chips. Um, I live alone <laughs> and if chips are in the house, the entire bag will be gone in two seconds. Wow. So I really struggled with what to do. And I decided mm-hmm. for my mental health, well-being, and my waist size that I was going to have the salsa with sad, sad, sad carrots. <laughs> it's not a sad carrot because it's a purple carrot. It's a purple carrot. So oh, I love purple carrots. It's fancy. Um, yeah, but it's, it's classy. It's not a corn blue chip. It's a blue purple carrot. So I think I think you just up, upgraded. Thank you. So I'm going to yeah. take a bite of this very spicy. Oh, uh, this is exciting. Salsa. And it's it is really spicy. I've had it. Uh put a nice generous bit on it. Uh, oh, good crunch. Good crunch. Woo! Mm. Mm. With with the carrot, does it make it hotter or less hot because of the sweetness of the carrot? I think the sweetness of the carrot helps, but this this is a really good salsa. I'm trying to see the um, ooh, that's spicy. Oh, just hit you, Papalote Mexican Grill, which is in the Mission District in San Francisco. They sell this at Whole Foods. It's really really good, but it's definitely got a kick. But it's creamy and delicious and. It's not too bad with the carrot. I like it. There you go. Hmm. Where did you get it? I think I got it at Whole Foods. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. I have to check it out. Yeah, and they have, they actually have, it says on their website, they have all these different recipes. It's papalotesalsa.com if you want to check it out. Nice. Ooh. Delicious. Yeah, definitely got I, a kick. I applaud the carrot. 
Thank you. I applaud the carrot. I just and like if I buy chips, it's over. It's yeah, it's a done deal. It's like the day is over. I'm just gonna sit and eat the chips. <laughs> you. It's good that you know about it. It's yeah. good that you know that about yourself because why why suffer? And then you're just going to feel bad. Then I'm going to feel bloated, like we talked yeah. about. You know. Yeah. Too many. Exactly. Too many chips. Too many chips. Uh, a very good decision. All right. So I got something from uh, a bakery that's around the corner from me in Burbank. Mm. I got an empanada. Mm. Um, I went this morning. It's a place called. It's a great little. Uh, independent small bakery called Miracle Bakery that does uh, very different kinds of pastries. They also do cakes. They also have flan. Um, and uh, they have a very limited menu and that limited menu is is Mexican food. In fact, they even do uh, pozole on the weekends. Um, so we've been going there ever since they opened and we've been trying to support them uh, while everyone is uh, staying at home. So I went there this morning and I asked for a beef empanada and the guy was like, um, someone called this morning and uh, bought all of our beef and bananas. Whoa, was it you? <laughs> <laughs> it was me. It was me. No one knows. They're stashed under my bed. You're- and I was like, that's so weird. Someone did that. And he's like, yeah, your voice sounds really familiar. Um, <laughs> so I got the next best thing, which is the only empanada they had, which is a sweet apple empanada. Whoa. I, I've never had a sweet empanada. I've always had it filled with chicken or, or ground meat. Um, empanadas are wonderful. I've uh, never had the sweet one. And I checked with my friend Edith, who I mentioned, who is Mexican. And I was like, is that legit? And she's like, yes. In fact, when you get empanadas, you should get a savory and a sweet. Yeah. So you should always be getting two. Mm-hmm. Um, I only got one. And it's this one. It's a baked one, but it's filled with apple. And Mm. I'm very excited to eat it. I'm going to eat it right now. Holy shit. Like a little apple pie? It's a little apple pie, but better. Mm. Oh, I'm so happy. That's a look at my fancy napkin. Um, Yeah, it tastes like a little apple pie, but the crust is better. And it's not. it's not the insides is a little chunky and it's not as sweet. Mm. That really makes up for the peanut butter mayonnaise and lettuce sandwich I had last time. <laughs> there you That's, go. You win some, you lose some. I earned this empanada. Mm-hmm. You did. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, empanadas are great because you can just, you can stuff them with anything. Like you can have like chorizo or spinach or to- anything. Yeah. I love empanadas. When I lived Big, in, in New York, I lived next door to this place called Empanada Mama. And they were open 24 hours. They still are open 24 hours. And damn, like just all they served was empanadas and late night during the day, breakfast. They had all sorts of different kinds. So good. I love an empanada. Yeah. Yeah. Just a good fun food. All right. Now it's time for What You Eating. What You Eating. Great. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation and anything you are currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme. Uh, This time I'll go first. I have actually two. Um, Whenever things are back to normal, if you're in L.A. or Chicago, there's two places you can go to. Um, One is in Highland Park, which is the cool, hip, hipster area of L.A. Um, And there's a great Mexican place there. 
I apologize if I butcher the name, El Jarache Azteca, which is a great Mexican place. And they serve these really great, this is going to sound weird for me, it's almost like an open-faced sandwich. It's, it's all the taco insides, but it's on almost a long, I want to say almost like a pita. Ooh. But it's not as chewy and it's heated and it's so it's crispy and chewy and mm. it's a little bit longer. Uh, I've, the only, it's the only place I've ever had them. I think they're uh, specific to a certain region of uh, Mexico, but they are wonderful. Highly recommend it. Uh, El Jarache Azteca in Highland Park. And then the second place is in uh, a neighborhood in Chicago uh, called Pilsen. To get the best carnitas you've ever had, it's again I'll butcher this name: Carnitas Arapen. Arapen. Mm. Uh, carnitas Arapen. This place is a one of those tiny hole in the walls. There's hardly any tables. It's mostly takeout, and you just go there for the carnitas, and they just they just basically like how much do you want, uh. and you're like just keep going, keep going, and then because they know they're that good. They'll always give you just like a little tiny plate of just warm carnitas that you can eat while they're getting your food. Wow, that sounds like, amazing. Yeah, they're just like, here, have some because we know it's good. And it's also one of those places where when the carnitas are gone, shop's closed. Mm, I want to yeah. go there. Yeah, if you're ever in Chicago, carnitas Arapan, U-R-U-A-P-A-N in Pilsen in Chicago. Wow. Yes. All right. Well, I have two as well, actually. Oh, great. Um, th- we have a little chain in L.A., and I don't know where else they go, but it's called La Menarca. Have you had it? I not. I've never, never even heard of that. What is that? We have, like, a bunch of them in the city. It's an awesome um, Mexican coffee spot, but they also have desserts like the empanadas and all sorts of like Mexican pastries. Mm-hmm. So if you're in LA and you need like a quick fix, it's a great spot to go. Also, my other recommendation is, um, I don't know if you've had home state, the Mexican home spot state, home state. It's in, no. it's in Hollywood. And my shout out to them is, you know, a lot of restaurants right now because they can't do full service. They're almost acting as grocery stores. So you can buy from home state right now their carnitas like separately and their tortillas and their oh. special pickled onions and their sauces. And then you could throw everything in the oven and make your own with their ingredients. Um, so my friends and I have been doing a lot of that during this and their carnitas are bomb, but you, you kind of make your own. So you're just, you're not just like ordering from them. You're yeah. ordering their ingredients and making it your own and it's delicious. So maybe a local Mexican place near you is doing the same. Um, but check out, there's a lot of options besides just ordering takeout if you love to cook. So the, those are my little recommendations. That's fantastic. I am going to say, it bothers me that you mention places that I don't know. Ooh. I don't like that. Well, you said you weren't a huge fan of the breakfast um, burritos, and that's yeah. what Homestate is actually known for. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're really, 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 really good. Okay. That's good to know. But yeah, yeah and for future reference, uh, don't choose places that I don't know because it makes me feel bad about myself. Oh, I mean, there's only so many places I could choose from. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. not my fault that you're not... 
uh, well-versed <laughs> in Mexican food throughout the city. I'm. You're sorry you have to hold my hand through this whole thing. It can be really exhausting. It's really hard being part of this. I understand. Mm. I understand. But that's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. And whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Yummy page on Facebook as well as Yummy on Instagram. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.